me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another episode of the Football Smack Talk Show. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Eric. Welcome, everybody, to another episode. It is a great Monday here on the program. Coming off a Birds win on Thursday. Going 2-2. Going up to Lambeau. Beating the Packers. Right in the season. Right where we want to be, baby. Yeah. Ah, What a great weekend, you know, the... Eagles win on Thursday night, so you got to go into a stress-free Sunday. Love that. And, uh, you know, get to just enjoy the games. And then Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys lose to the New Orleans Saints without Drew Brees. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's what happens when you play a team that's not winless. Yeah, well, it, you know, it shows you exactly what type of uh, a team the Dallas Cowboys was. Um, you know, you faced a, against a halfway decent defense who basically took away your best wide receiver and shut down your running game, and you couldn't score more than 10 points. Uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, the teams you already beat, uh, those wins are even more meaningless as uh, the season progresses. But uh, enough about Dallas, though. What a great win uh, in yeah. Green Bay. You know, it started off a, a little slow, but, uh, you know, the Carson and then company uh, ended up the first half uh, looking pretty good, uh, unlike the last couple of weeks, um, you know, scoring some points. Right. Uh, I mean, and, of course, the game definitely did turn on the Miles Sanders kick return. Sure. After, you know, after the ten, going down to the 10-0 hole. And you could just feel right there, you know, but man, come down here and score, and all of a sudden, with as much as this has been, as frustrating as this has been, all of a sudden, we're just down three, and we get that, and then, you know, another another turnover, you know, get some turnovers, and great things start happening. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, like you said, you know, they, they went down uh, by 10, uh, you know, again, it didn't look that great, but, you know, they ended up scoring 21 points in the second quarter. Uh, to, to go into halftime uh, with the lead. And, uh, you know, basically their defense kind of uh, took control. Uh, and you know, some injuries here, some injuries there. Uh, lo and behold, ended up winning the game, uh, large uh, in part, thanks to the defense. Yeah, in particular, a big play right there at the end. Yeah, Craig, uh, Craig James, Mr. Nobody knew who the hell this guy was uh, last week. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, when Maddox went down, I started thinking, I'm like, okay, who's left? Now? I'm like, who's left? Crap. Who the hell do we have left? I mean, at that point, we literally had three active corners, uh, Russell, Douglas, Sidney Jones, and thank God they, they made a roster move prior to the week for uh, Craig James, who ended up having to play, uh, you know, the rest of the game because we had no one else. And thankfully, the rest of the game was one more play. Granted, yeah. 
Yes, yes, you're absolutely, well, two, I think it was, but, um, yeah, still, uh, point being, uh, thank God it happened at the end of the game, and, and, and for any of those people who are looking for an Avante Maddox update, because uh, it did look really scary. Uh, yeah. You know, he was, they, they took the face mask off, you know, they had, had him on a stretcher, didn't look great, but he, you know, he, he seems to be all right, just the next neck, neck strain at this point you know yeah, no, looking week to week yeah week to week uh, obviously can move all four extremities uh, not an issue there so thank God Avante Maddox is, is going to be with us but it still opens the question of, of what to do more moving forward because you know Sidney Jones was was banged up with uh, a shocking another hamstring. Uh, who yeah. I, I forget who, uh, who who sent me a message uh, during the game, uh, but said uh, somebody said his hamstring is uh, uh, like polio string cheese. It's uh, it's like that thick, or that thin, I should say. Um, yeah, you know it's it was pretty bad. Um, hopefully he can come back soon. Uh, but as of right now, <laughs> you're looking at Rasul Douglas playing uh, playing. Number one uh, starting minutes right now. Oh yeah, he he's gonna be running with the ones out there on Sunday. And you know, uh, uh, I don't know what they're going to do uh, right now to fill the void of, of all the injuries in the cornerback room. If only there was somebody who was on the trade market <laughs> that would be of a Pro Bowl talent. Who who could that be? Uh, I mean, maybe if he played in a really crappy organization and maybe the worst part of a cool state like Florida. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as of right now, you look at the corners. Ronald Darby's hurt. Russell Douglas is good to go. Craig James, again, off the street. Sidney uh, yeah. Jones, hamstring. Avante Maddox. They signed Orlando Skandrick. Uh, you know, somebody who is familiar. Yeah, I think that's their plan right now. Well, okay. sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you have the, you know, the three of them. Essentially, those are your only corners right now. And I would assume their plan would be to rotate it, let um, Malcolm Jenkins play the slot at corner, and bring on Sandejo in nickel packages. Right. Yeah. It's something they've liked doing a lot in the past, so I'd imagine that'll. Continue. Sure, and and Rudy Ford, I'm sure, will get some some minutes as well, because uh, earlier today. Uh, if you did not see our update, uh, there was a trade. Um, the Eagles traded, uh, and that involved a defensive back. Yeah, Cyprian. Yeah, <laughs> it was not. It was not Jalen Ramsey, sadly. Um, yeah, it was uh, Jonathan Cyprian who just got to the team. Essentially, uh, they traded uh, a. What was it? A they treated Duke, a seventh. Well, seventh and Jonathan Cyprian for um, Atlanta for linebacker Duke Riley and a six-round pick. Uh, Duke Riley, formerly of the Washington Redskins. Um, so, you know, he's, he's a hard hitter. He's a really strong uh, linebacker. Uh, yeah, good tackler. Good tackler, exactly. I've always, uh, uh, you know, I've always liked uh, liked him when he was in Washington. Um but this this move kind of seems a little weird timing wise, considering our 
injuries in the defensive yeah. backfield. And considering how the Eagles always put so much more emphasis on the secondary than they do the linebacker situation. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then to go ahead and, uh, and and trade for a linebacker. Now, don't get me wrong, you know me, I love my linebackers. But, uh, you know, this, uh, this move still seemed a little odd. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, definitely a little odd. Uh, that's a good you move up around, and now you'll have two six-round picks in next year's draft and no seventh. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, yeah. I think I'll live without, uh, without that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we wanted to get into a little bit of the po- top five positives, top five negatives for tonight. Uh, so, Eric, why don't we start with the positives. I'll let you go uh, with your top five positives. All right. Um not my number five, as far as the positives, just take away of this game was the mental toughness. This team really does doesn't quit. Like they've gone down in each game they've been in, and they've come from behind now twice. And you know that that to me just shows this team's mentally tough. They're gonna stay in every game. So that was my big yeah. standout. Number no four. Quit. Yeah, number four. I'll say the play that offensive line. They kept Carson Wentz upright, and they, they created holes that you and I could have run through in that running game. <laughs> sure. Uh, number three, the timely turnovers, including there at the end, you know, when you needed a play, that defense. And how about Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett earlier in the game pulling the uh, reverse. reverse of Super Bowl 52? That's the first Derek thing Barnett I said. Getting the fumble and Graham getting the recovery. Yeah, that's the first thing I said as soon as that happened. I was like, yeah. I was like oh, it's a reverse Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, number two, I have the Carson Wentz second half clinic. I mean, he just was so precise with every throw. They're just—I never at any point in that second half thought that the Eagles weren't going to score whenever they had the ball. Like it was just like all of a sudden you just knew it's like he's in the zone and there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. And number one, that running game. I love when the Eagles commit to the run. Uh, I mean, Jordan Howard had himself a freaking ball game. And Miles Sanders played well, too. Yeah, I kind of been one of those calling for him to be benched after the uh, the fumble fest that sure. he put on against. Fumble um, fest. Yeah, against okay. Detroit. Yeah, so, uh, I yeah, mean, he I, played well, too. I can't, I can't disagree with you on, on any of those. Yeah, you know, I love it. I do. I'm with you. I love it when the run game is going. You know, you had Jordan Howard, 87 yards. You had Miles Sanders, 72. Total of 176 combined rushing yards for the team, uh, over, averaging just over five uh, per carry. Jordan Howard gets two on the ground, one in the air. You know, it's glad to see that he, you know, is getting involved in, in this passing and running attack. You know, I think a lot of the criticism early in the first couple of games was, where is Jordan Howard? Why are we not using Jordan Howard? You right. have Jordan Howard. He's a bigger back. He can bang through, through the line. Why are we not using him, especially with Miles Sanders struggling a little bit with the fumbles and, and, and some of the, you know, maybe not hitting the holes properly, you know, as, as a rookie, you know, is prone to do. Um, so uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, they started using both backs in, in such a great way. Uh, real quick, hey, Jay, what's going on? Uh from Houston, Texas, formerly of Odessa, Texas. Uh, he's back. He's been working about 90 hours a week. Holy crap, dude. Wow. Take a break. Jeez. 
Seriously, I don't even live half that. No, and you're exhausted all the time. Right. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you, Jay. Thanks for checking in, pal. We, we always do appreciate it. Um, yeah, so the, so the run game was, was, was on fire. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, speaking of the reverse of that, of the Packers run game, Aaron Rodgers actually was the leading rusher of 46 yards. Uh, Aaron Jones only 13 for 21, averaging 1.6. You know, their, their run defense is insane. I think I heard a stat saying 54 yeah. attempts, 54 attempts for like 97 yards for the first oh. uh, first couple games. So uh, that's really good stats. Yeah. So you gotta love it. Uh, hopefully that uh, that run defense continues and. I think this is why we're all clamoring for, for Ramsey because that's the one we part of the defense. We know that one defense is so good. Yeah. yeah. You really could have a complete uh, defense there if you, if you add Ramsey to the mix. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, it's just going to be a matter of how much are you going to be willing to give up. Well, okay. Well, you know, let's, let's sidetrack ourselves a little bit here as we are known to do. Yeah. Right now, you're Howie. Jacksonville says, hey, listen, I want to trade Jalen Ramsey, but you're going to have to pay. Okay. Give me two firsts, and let's say, I don't know, Nelson Aguilar and Holy Holy Bye. Hey, pleasure yeah. doing business with you. You doing that deal or no? Absolutely, yes. Okay, what if he says three first? Uh, you know what? I, I I always say if you're gonna make a deal like this, you gotta be willing to go a little uncomfortable. Gun to your head. Gun to the head. I'm doing it. Well, there you go. That's the only thing that we needed to know. You would go up to three first if it really meant it. Meant it. Look, I, this I, is a chance. You have a chance to do something special. I year. kind of agree with you there. I'll go. I'll go three first if I have to. Now I don't think it's going to cost that, and yeah, I also think it's either. not going to cost you Zach Ertz, which there's been a lot of rumors about that. I think right. Howie's smart enough to know that he doesn't need to get rid of Ertz, and that you know the move to get Ramsey here is to is to add to what you already have, not to right. slightly get better. You know, overall. Yeah, this is to make a championship run. Right, you're right. not doing this just to slightly improve. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not doing it, this to win the NFC East. Now, you're now, doing this to win the whole thing. Now, what if they say two firsts in Dallas Goddard? I grit my teeth and I probably do it. Okay, well, I'm with you. As much as I love Dallas Goddard and I have sure, the Dallas yeah. Goddard jersey, uh, I'd really like to wear that more than a couple of games. <laughs> yeah, right. But I do it too. Honestly, Jalen Ramsey is going to transform the defense. I think. Yeah. I think this isn't on the optimal. No. This is a really good freaking. No, and, and he's so young. He's so talented. Anybody who says, "Oh, he doesn't fit the scheme," well, guess what? You don't know football. You know, you you tailor your scheme. Who the scheme to fit? Right. Exactly. You 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 have the ability to do that. So I I don't want to hear people that's just you know the Negadelphians that that don't you know. Don't want to give up anything, you know, right? You you gotta you know, gotta give up something to, to get something. So that's why I thought I, I you know I've I've heard rumors lately that the Eagles uh, are going to try and uh, hit the Jaguars hard this next week, trying to to pry Ramsey away. 
I don't know necessarily what that means, but that's the word I've been get, you know I've been hearing. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully Howie does uh, some magical things, and you know maybe not this upcoming week versus the Jets, but hey, maybe Minnesota you can torture yeah. Kirk Cousins. Well, I think this is where you get that you know this is where you put that best offer out there, and you know you say like you said Dallas Goddard and two first round picks. I mean, if I'm Jacksonville, like. John Jacksonville, you know, knowing that Jalen Ramsey's probably leaving at the end of the year, like, I'm getting, the, like, being able to say, hey, I'm bringing two first-rounders and a player, yeah. you know, like, and like you said, if it's uh, Aguilar and Vitae that are two players included along with the two picks, I mean, yeah, they, I, I still think they'd probably do that, you know, it addresses two needs for them, they need another receiver, they need, you know, uh, an offensive lineman, and Halabote Vaitai is a, like, he's a good, he's a good hand. He's he is. That he is. It definitely line. would would not be great to have to uh, to lose him, but, you know, again, these are we're talking about backups here. Now, granted, I would yeah. do and everything look, in my I power. Like, I would yeah. do everything in my power to not give up a tight end, just so, right. solely because I love the offense, the two tight ends. But that's, built this offense around the two, the twelve right. personnel, the two right. tight ends. And we and one running back, and I don't want to take apart what looks like an offense that's really clicking. All right, I can you know, only. Uh, you said I feel like that means you're going from being a lot better to just being slightly better because you're taking away from that offense. Yeah, no, absolutely, I uh, completely agree. Uh, all right, let's get into the top five negatives before yeah. we forget. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, and address those. Uh, number five. Sure. Uh, once again, lack of uh, lack of pressure uh, without the blitz. Um, you know, again, it seemed like Aaron Rodgers was just getting out of it, running the hell. He ran for 46 yards. He was getting out of out of uh, tight spots. The the defense, just, the defensive line, just aren't finishing. They're getting pressure. They're getting hurries, but they're not finishing. And and, and I appreciate the, the you know the somewhat pressure, but it only goes so far. You gotta, you gotta get to the quarterback. You gotta bring yeah. him down. Plain and simple, you gotta start getting sacks. Uh, number four, uh, the basically that last drive uh, in the first half, allowing those points at the end of the half. You were up uh, eight points. You know the things were looking great, and Aaron Rodgers just says, "Ah, ah, ah!" You gave me too much time, and he just drove down the field in an instant. And scored on you, scored a touchdown, and it was a game again, heading into half. So things like that need to get cleaned up. Can't allow that to happen in the future. Uh, number three, once again, the penalties very undisciplined. Uh, really getting sick and tired of all, of all these penalties. The face masks, the false starts. You know, uh, just just so dumb. Yeah, like that Derek Barnett uh, personal foul on what was the first uh, defensive play of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's just silly. You, you can't, you can't, you can't like wait five seconds before you start making penalties. Uh, number two, um, another score that has been allowed on the opening possessions. Uh, it seems that's like twenty points they've allowed on opening possessions. Yeah, that's not great at all. Um, in fact, you know that's that's pretty much every time. You got yes, it has been every opening has, possession. Yeah, no, you're right. It has been. Holy crap. 
And it's funny, in the two wins, it's been touchdowns that they've allowed, and the two losses, it's been field goals that they've allowed in the opening drive. So he is allowed a touchdown in the opening drive if he wins. Uh, or you're just not allowed anything. Uh, so well, yes. I mean, I guess that helps. Yeah. So defense again, and, and and I feel like we're piling on the defense here, uh, which is, it's funny because they actually did play a really good game. They if you look, it up. They if did, you look yeah. at the numbers, just at the numbers, you're gonna think, man, this is a terrible defense, and and you, you'd be short-sighted to to say that. In fact, there's a guy I work with uh, who just rips the defense and rips the defense, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, like you're clearly not watching. Because yeah. if it wasn't for the defense in many of those situations, uh, it would be a blowout. It would, we'd be we'd be devastated. The defense is keeping us in some of these games. And you have to realize that. You have to see. You can't just see what's what's given to you. You have to look beyond that. You have right. to look, you know, beyond the numbers. You have to look beyond the big plays and look at truly what's happening. Uh, and the defense is is bending, but it's not breaking too much. I know everybody's making fun of our D-backs and how terrible they are and whatnot, and well, they are. They're not great, but it, yeah, but they're, I, they're doing an admirable job. Listening to some of the pregame guys uh, or the uh, the morning talk show guys, they were talking. One of the guys was saying, "He's like, yeah, you know what? He's like, watching this game, it's probably going to be a little frustrating for your defense. They're going to be a lot of allowing a lot of yards between the twenties." And you look for him to clamp down in the red zone, which is pretty much exactly what they did. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, hey, listen, whatever helps you win a game. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. Um, and then again, another negative: uh, getting down by ten points again. Uh, they seem to be they seem to be wanting to dig themselves into a hole so that they can somehow, you know, rally around that and dig their way out. Yeah, and yeah. I really think, and you noticed it a lot when they got when they finally did get ahead. Where this team is going to be their best is when they're get, being able to play what some people call bully ball. You get to just push guys, beat guys off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you know, playing downhill from the, with a lead and being able to play smash. But also, you're dictating. Also, those instead of having to throw on first down because you're trying to make up yards, make up points. Like you could pick up, you know, short chunk, short yardage, but like. You know, six, five, five, six yards here. So you all of a sudden, then you're at second and five, second and three, and right. then you're ahead of like they call it getting ahead of the sticks. Like, right. you know, as opposed to being behind schedule. Like, those are all things you do once you get a lead. And I'm looking for that first complete game where they jump out there, get a lead, and then can play that bully ball. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, this upcoming game against the Jets, they can do that. You know, it's funny. I right. was I was looking at uh, the line. It started out, I believe, at thirteen and a half. It's right now. It's at fourteen. We're a fourteen point favorite uh, over the New York Jets. Um, likely won't have a starting yeah. quarterback, Sam Darnold. Um, so uh, because you know we obviously don't want his spleen to to break. Um, no, yeah, I, I imagine they'd prefer to have that still intact. Yeah, no, agreed. So, um, yeah, so so it's looking like. Uh, you know, it should be a double-digit win, but, you know, I'm certainly not going to, you know, put the cart before the horse. Uh, you know, anything can happen. So, you know, I, I just I just hope that they, you know, the team, the players themselves aren't thinking the same way as probably right. a lot of fans are right now. Yeah, let's certainly hope not. Let's certainly hope there were no fans, like, on another show on our uh, Philly Burst that, you know, 
tried to go, tried to pick a dark horse team that might be pretty good and maybe pick the New York Jets thinking that Sam Darnold would take the next step. Who is that? Oh, I don't, I don't want to mention them by name. Like uh, me or somebody. Oh, it is you. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, well, well, I never said that, just to say. You never said that. I feel like, uh, I feel like maybe you have. I feel like whoever thinks that should check the tapes. <laughs> Pretty sure you just admitted that you said it. people don't realize that I'm doing my show. That's, that's, that's alright. Uh, you know, I'm a man of the people. What can I say? Um, but, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to this Jets game. Uh, I know certainly uh, you'll be in attendance there, Eric. Um, yep. We're back home. And uh, hopefully, you know, this this is one of those games where they can get up to a good lead. They can. Yeah, I'm hoping this is one of those where it's just kind of a party atmosphere. We're all hanging out, having a good time. The Eagles just come out there and whoop their butts. We get to do some singing, and, you know, it's, it's just a good time. I'm hoping for another stress-free Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, right? That would be, uh, <laughs> that would be great, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, with the exception of this past Sunday, I haven't had any of those. And the only reason this past Sunday was stress-free is because the Eagles didn't play. Yeah, yeah, you're you're 100 right. Um, and hey, hopefully, uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, we just beat the uh, uh, the Green Bay Packers, but now we all got to be Packers fans. Yeah, go facing, Pack go. Yeah, they're facing the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Unfortunately, they will be without Devontae Adams, who went yeah. nuts all over the Eagles. Ten catches, 180 yards. And probably would have had a lot more, and the outcome may have been different it had he been in the game at the end. Yeah, I was really happy when I saw him leave, thinking to myself, like, you know, I have him in one of our leagues, and <laughs> I thought, like, this is the perfect scenario. He goes off but doesn't score, and we still somehow win the game. And then, like, you know, he's not in there at the end. I'm like, okay, hopefully this is just an injury that keeps him out the rest of the game. But yeah. Um, now it looks like it might keep him out a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's funny, um, uh, you know, I wanted to switch gears a little bit over to um, to fantasy football a bit. Uh, Eric, you and I are actually in, in uh, unfortunately, we're no longer in four leagues together. Uh, yeah, just two now. Yeah. two. Uh, but in those two, we are playing each other. And uh, it's funny how that always seems to work out. Um, but right, yeah. right now, I am uh, I'm beating you. <clears throat> by uh, 30 some points and you have Joe Mixon and Vance McDonald who by the way is out for the game uh, so thank you for not checking your lineup I probably should have checked that appreciate that not that you uh, you know maybe I if think you I had a backup uh, I you did. yeah you had somebody you could have put in but it probably wouldn't oh. have mattered uh, but yeah I just wanted to say thank you uh, for the for the nice win all right, well, hopefully Joe Mixon goes off for 30-something points tonight. Uh, still still not going to work. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I am also facing you in uh, our bigger money league, uh, where it is Joe Mixon versus James Conner and Tyler Boyd. Um, 
like right now I am up I'm up three points. Uh so it's not looking great for you. But yeah, you're gonna need Joe Mixon to go frickin' ape shit. <laughs> yeah. Alright, Andy, just give the ball to Mixon. There you go. That's listening to me. Or, no, no, Mixon, go forward. Go uh, forward. Oh, yeah, he doesn't realize you got to go forward. It's tough. It's tough being a, being a running back. Not knowing yeah, by the way, that's a little insight. What it is to watch a, a football game with me where I don't have a rooting interest in the game. I'm just a fantasy owner. I, I know someone at the bar on Sunday was getting quite annoyed. They were a Ravens fan. And so I was uh, rooting for Mark Ingram when he was running. Huh. Then was going nuts for Baker Mayfield anytime he threw a pass. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he's like what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. Um, oh man, that's funny. But uh, well, uh, you know, uh, we we have uh, a lot to learn in this season. You know, it's a quarter yeah. of the way there, which is funny to to say out loud that I quarter know. of the season's already How gone. Already a quarter of the way through. I don't know. We need more games. Yeah, we really we need thirty eight games scheduled. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> but you know we we we've awesome. yeah we've learned good we've learned bad uh, and ho- I'm hoping the next four games are are a little bit better. I feel like we're in the right direction now. You know we got a signature win under our belt. Hopefully we have uh, a nice uh, juggernaut victory that really uh, ramps up the offense and, and kind of steamrolls them into Minnesota, which is going to be a tough matchup. Uh, sure. And again, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not the Eagles. I know they're not overlooking the, the Jets. Everybody's a natural football league, you know, for a reason. Sure. So I'm, I'm not saying it can't be done. Hell, think about the Lions almost beat the Chiefs. You know, the Bills almost beat the Patriots. You know, yeah, I'm starting to think about watching the Lions – Maybe that wasn't as bad a loss as we thought it was. Yeah, I maybe know. Maybe that's just a good football team. Yeah, maybe they're just a, a team on the rise. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, the more they win, the, 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 the you know, better the loss looks to us, uh, uh, you know, for us. So. Well, don't want really to get too crazy with that because then, you know, they have tiebreakers. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, no, we don't want to get into that. Yeah. But, but uh, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, a quarter of the season is done and gone. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the next four are, are, are uh, you know, something to, uh, you know, hold our hat on. So. Yeah, I feel like they have some op- an opportunity here, at least in the next couple games. You know, obviously, this week against the Jets, next week against Minnesota. That could be a chance, you know, those, I think, could be two more wins. Um, and Grant, like you said, don't look past anybody. Right, but, but just, it's us talking here. It's us know? talking here. We, we're, yeah. we're not on the team. We can overlook them, you know. Yeah, we can overlook them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, obviously. Going into, like, it's hard not to immediately start to think of you know in three weeks we got Dallas Sunday Night Football. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That is. And right there in the middle of that road, uh, the three-game road trip, you know. Thankfully, freeing up uh, South Philadelphia for all those Phillies playoff games. There you go. Yeah. Good call, NFL. Thank God. Uh, now, uh, Eric, uh, I want you to kind of go off uh, on a little tangent here. Not a tangent, but... Uh, Ooh, yay! Uh, with all of the penalties and the yeah. offensive interference, offensive pass interference and the flag for the, you know, challenge and whatnot, through the first four games... What uh, what is your uh, synopsis so far? Absolutely hate 
that rule. It is the dumbest thing. I don't understand how you can sit there and say you can challenge something that's a judgment call. It is a judgment call for a reason. Like there's like unfortunately, as much as they try to make it black and white, it's not. Being able to challenge for twelve men on the field, you can you can look at that and you can freeze frame and you can count to twelve and say there are twelve guys in the field or there aren't, and so you should be allowed to challenge that. But pass interference, I just well, I get it. The Saints got screwed. Okay, nobody likes it any more than like I don't like it any more than anybody else. But you don't have to change the rule. Okay, just reprimand those officials, which, by the way, were the same referees that officiated the Eagles-Lions game and let Miles Sanders' head get taken off. At what point are we just going to say, those guys suck as referees? As referees, Like, and maybe that's what the takeaway should have been from that game. And not so much of, hey, we need a rule to challenge pass interference. Maybe those refs that officiated that game just suck. Well... I mean, I can't uh, disagree with you there. You're not wrong. It's it's something the NFL is and the referees are, are going to have to figure out. And, you know, obviously right now it, it really seems like nobody knows where the line is. Nobody knows what truly is going to be well, pass interference or what is something that could be overturned. You know, and you unfortunately, have, you know, they had the one that, that the, the, the Packers challenged right. and it got upheld. Because, or they, you know, they stuck with the no call. And I felt like the reason why they did that is because it wasn't egregious. And that's right. written in the language of it, that it be egregious. Right. Was it pass interference? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, but it wasn't egregious, and so they didn't feel like they could overturn it. Well, now, will another officiating crew see it the same way? Probably not. It's a judgment call, right. which is why you shouldn't be able to review judgment calls. Now, what I actually did like when the Eagles challenged for uh, pass interference on their drive, I felt like um, Doug Peterson probably wanted to take a timeout to talk to Carson about what they wanted to run there anyway. So why not take the shot, you know, and just say, hey, maybe they'll overturn it, but let's prepare as if they're not going to. If you recall on that drive where he challenged for uh, for defensive pass interference. Right. And I feel like he just wanted to talk to Carson and thought, hey, why not take a shot at it? Like, if I'm wrong, it cost me a timeout that I was going to use anyway. Right. And it's not like I'm going to be able to take these challenges with me. So, screw it. Let's take a shot. Yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of agree with you there. And, uh, you know, uh, well, I, think, I think we're going to eventually figure out, you know, how this is all going to work. But, you know, maybe this first season is just going to be a crapshoot and, yeah, you know, we're just gonna have to roll with it. Well, I remember there was a lot of resistance to the idea of bringing instant replay back when it first came back, and under the you know that's why they came up with the idea. Okay, we're gonna challenge nothing that's a dead ball issue. Like you know, like right. if a guy you know if a guy fumbled and they didn't rule the fumble, they said, well, his knees down, the play ends, and right. like. And then they amended that. They and I feel like they had finally gotten replay for the most part right. Yeah. And then they had they said, Oh wait, so we've got it right? Okay, we gotta screw it up now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean you're probably onto something there, but um now what I did want to do uh, before we get on out of here is I actually wanted to talk a little bit about the standings 
uh, through uh, the first four games. And obviously, we all know uh, NFC East standings with us right. being tied with the Giants, Cowboys with 3-1, and one, and the lowly Redskins. God, they look terrible. Uh, at 0-4. Is Jake Gruden going to get fired before uh, the sure, end of this year? I sure hope not. <laughs> I, I know. I feel like it's, he's definitely getting fired at the end of the year. Yeah, to me, yeah. it's whether or not he gets fired before the end of the year. Right. Now, you still have the 49ers, uh, which are a little bit shocking, uh, and the Patriots and the Chiefs, which are not shocking as the only undefeated teams. Um, obviously, San Fran coming off with their bye. And in San Fran's case, they got one of the toughest divisions. You know, granted, you had the Cardinals at 0-3-1. and Move them aside. But Niners are 3-0. and Seahawks, Rams, 3-1. and uh, You know, it's a tough division. I think that might be one of the tougher divisions in, in football right now. Um, yeah. You know, I think... Uh, what do they call that in uh, the World Cup? Uh, the group of death? Yeah. I yeah. think that might group. be the uh, group of death in, well, the, in you know, the NFL this year. I, I feel like uh, you, know, you might say that against the NFC North. You know, the Packers and Bears yeah. are 3-1. and one. You know, The Lions are 2-1-1. One and one, And the Vikings are 2-2. Two and two. You know, all teams are 500 and up. And... You know, That's true, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you, you know, unfortunately, you can't say that about many other divisions. Ah, uh, stupid Connor just scored. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the Patriots and the the Bills, uh, you know, are at top 4-0 and 3-1, yeah, respectively. Yeah, right, but, but you have the Jets and the Dolphins that are that are over. You know, the AFC yeah. West, you know, Broncos are over. The Chargers and the Raiders are 2-2. Two and the AFC North, which was supposed to be this great uh, division this year, you know, the Browns and the Raiders yeah. are tied at two and two, and the Steelers and Bengals playing tonight, uh, you know, for the for the chance to win their first game of the year. So, um, you know, looking around the NFL, it, unfortunately, what we all thought was AFC dominance, and I think, is now moving over to the NFC, and now. You know, what we thought was, oh, you know, it's probably the Eagles and the Saints and the Rams. Well, you know, now, you you know, as much as we all think the Cowboys are kind of a soft team, uh, given that they've played three soft-ass teams and one actual, you know, real team and lost, you, know, you still yeah. have the Cowboys. You have us. You have the Niners, Seahawks, and Rams. That's five. You know, you have the, the Packers, the Bears. You're going to have to throw the Lions in there. Yeah. Uh, until they oh, prove so otherwise. You're talking about some good football teams that are going to be left out of the playoffs. And then you know, and then you have the Saints as well. And who knows? Maybe you throw the Vikings in there. Uh, you know, that's ten teams I just named. So it's going to be a it's going to be a, a crazy. And I don't finish. want to put the cart in front of the horse, but you know, all of a sudden the Giants, you know, they've won their last two games. Daniel and Daniel Jones. Jones looks like a real good quarterback. He sure does. And I was kind of hoping they'd wait a while to put him in there to, you know, to make sure the Giants were dead and buried. Yeah, well, he's, uh... He's but all of a sudden, you know, you get Saquon Barkley back when he's healthy, and you get Golden Tate back from suspension, yeah, he's, he's and Daniel Jones has got some weapons. Now, look, I still think that that defense is an absolute sieve, and, you know, when they play real offense, they're going to carve that defense up. Yeah. But, I mean, the Giants are going to be able to put some points up. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I think we'll we'll visit this uh, again in four more games. The kind of a state of the NFL. Yeah, we'll get to the halfway point. The halfway point. Maybe we'll we should see. do a shot. Maybe we should do another special. I'll just have a little, uh, you know, post game meeting right here on air. And maybe we should do a special from Champs 
about the midseason report card. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't say none of that. So, um, we got a chance to get out the chance, drink some beer, and talk to our people. You know, absolutely can't miss that. So, all right, folks. Well, we're uh, super in overtime here. Uh, we got to go watch the rest of this game so I can uh, make sure that I crush Eric in fantasy football, uh, which obviously is so much fun. Um, but I uh, want to thank everybody uh, for checking in, uh, being a part of the show. Jay, uh, welcome back, man. I hope you're not working those long, crazy hours. Uh, for everybody else, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next Monday, hopefully reviewing another Eagles win. But don't forget uh, to join us for the rest of the week. Uh, the Philly broadcast tomorrow at 8.30. Uh, Wednesday, Mike Sports at 8 o'clock. And, of course, Thursday, 9 p.m., the Tables, Ladders, and Chairs podcast. Uh, there will be uh, potentially some updates to our show here at the Football Smack Talk show. We may be doing our show a little bit earlier uh, now that uh, we have a little bit more freedom with our work schedules. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, as always, stay tuned for uh, the Phillyverse.com, which is coming to you as soon as uh, things happen. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. And uh, other than that, that's all I got. Eric, you got anything to add before we get on out of here? No. All right. Well, uh, uh, me and my new shirt, by the way, I love this. It's a little, like, stretchy, like uh, one of those, like, Nike stretch fit uh, things. I don't know. It's super comfortable. Um, but, yeah, I had, to, I had to wear it tonight. It looks comfortable. It is. It so is. Uh, apparently, in the Limerick outlets, there's a, uh, the Fanatics website has a brick-and-mortar store. There, uh, so you can go out and buy some stuff there. So you and I may have to take a run there at some yeah, point. So just buy one, get one half off. Really? And of, of the uh, of anybody who's out there who's a larger gentleman, uh, if I was a larger uh, larger than I already am, uh, gentlemen, uh, there was four four X, five X, and six X, like Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, crap for like five ten bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, I was, I almost was like, well, maybe if I wear a couple of coats, this one, this one jacket would be, would work. But, uh, yeah, maybe, who knows? Maybe I still may go back and do that. <laughs> Honey, I got a false belt so I can yeah. fit in my 4X shirt. <laughs> uh, and, uh, before we get out of here, Rudy Rudiger, uh, the man who was offsides, Rudy, Rudy, does say Dallas sucks. Uh, so apparently he's taken over for Kier. Uh, who hasn't been with us for a little while. So, uh, always nice to hear Dallas sucks because they do. Yes. Uh, all right, folks. Well, we're going to get out of, it, out of here right now. I will see you tomorrow on the Philly uh, Barocast. Eric will see you Wednesday at Mike Sports. And for all of us here on the Phillyverse and Football Smack Talk Show, we will see you guys next week. So, for the Football Smack Talk Show. Happy right. football, everybody. Have a good one. Have a good night. Go birds. Go birds. When you see someone who's struggling, it's natural to want to help. Fortunately, Pacific Source Health Plans has resources to do just that. Our member support specialists work to help our members meet real, everyday challenges like food insecurity and housing, isolation, stress, and difficulties with language. They even help with transportation, utility bills, copay assistance, and arranging home care. Our member support specialists are committed to your well-being and your privacy. Going beyond what's required. Just another way we put members first. Learn more at PacificSourceMembersFirst.com. Me, 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 but also you. 
the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.